Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Hello. Well, I am super excited today to co-host with Brandy Glanville. Hello. I mean, is it bad to say my cheater expert? <laughs> I am the face of the scorned woman. Oh my God. It's sad. Oh, no. But I love that you're so open and that you're able to share with us because that's, you know, so many people. I can't even tell you how many questions people have written in in regards to cheating, about privacy, about 
is my husband cheating? So there's just so many things out there that people are interested in and also that they don't want to feel alone. Well, because, I mean, if you think about it, cheating happens. It's a universal situation. It happens to everyone. It's man, women, not children, obviously, but it happens to all of us. It can happen to all of us. So it's something that is an age old problem and it will forever be an issue. Do you mind just to start like giving us a little bit of backstory on your experience? <laughs> <Vagina>? I'm trying <laughs> that too, but later. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I was with um, an actor, Eddie Sibrian, for 13 years, and we had two small children, two years old and six years old. And he was off doing a movie with Leanne Rhymes, and they developed a relationship. And uh, I kind of in the, I always, I'm a Scorpio. I have a little crazy, you know, intuition. I knew something was going on, but all my friends were like, you're crazy, Brandy. You're just, it's your crazy side. Just stop. He adores you. Come to find out. Yes, they were having an affair. I was told that it was a one-time thing. And I was By like, him? Yes, of course. Okay. And he denied it publicly and all of these things. And so I really, really wanted to believe him because I had, you know, love in my life and two small children. And so I thought let's go to counseling. Let's figure this out because if it's a one-time thing, I can deal with it because if you watch the nature channel, like like men like to spread their seed. <laughs> Monogamy is not normal. And especially with the industry that he's in acting, you're supposed to go and be on TV and make out with all these attractive women and some unattractive women as well. And <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Um, and it's just then, a subtle shade. Right, no, 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 we're good though. But you know, you have to roll around in bed with these people and kiss them. And then you're supposed to not, you know, follow through with that. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a hard thing to be in for him. And so we went to counseling and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'm going to get over it because I, you know, he effed up and it is what it is. And then I found out about other women prior to her. So, Did you find out through counseling or through like no. then you had to you had to change things up with yeah. your approach? I found out through Access Hollywood and Perez Hilton, so that was fun. Um, but no, and when I found that out, I took the knife and slashed the motorcycle tires. I went nuts. It happens. Um, you know what? I don't blame you. <laughs> he's lucky he was not home at that point because I was livid. And leading up to that, did you have any idea? You know, I I was always suspect. Because he had two phones and he didn't really, he wasn't working at the time. You know, actors, like, you know, you get to work and then you don't have work. And I was like, what the hell do you need two phones for? Like, why? And, and what it, was his excuse? He's just like, once for business. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you have access to the two phones? You know what? I could have if I wanted to, but I was so afraid of what I would find. I never looked. See, that's what I I heard a lot. Like a lot of the questions coming in were, yes, my husband did does give me all of his codes, but I don't want to look because I already have that feeling. Well, if you're looking for something, whether it's there or not, I feel like you're going to find it. It could be like something like a, from a friend that means nothing, but you're going to read into it because if you have that idea in your head and I know I'm already crazy. So I know like if I, I will spiral out of control. So I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to check. So I have to believe my husband and trust him. And do you believe that men and women can be friends? Um, if it's not something from like a long time friend, like I have friends from like you know the fourth grade that I grew up with. That if they came to town, they're still pals. But like I don't go to dinner with males. No, so like by like one yeah. on one. <laughs> one no. On, no, like absolutely not. No. I mean, as a single person, most of my male friends I've slept with. But that's my point. <laughs> like, I just don't think it exists. And some people in this room don't necessarily agree with me on this topic. But I don't agree. 
<laughs> I have plenty of very platonic male friends. I also have male friends where there might be like an undertone of flirt. But that's the whole point. That's the problem. <laughs> but, there's, that, but if they're married, then that's an like, and you go to dinner with them and there's an undertone of flirt, I'm going to murder you in your sleep. And I took a <laughs> poll on my Instagram. How many of you would be upset if your significant other went to dinner with somebody of the opposite sex without telling you, even if it is business? It's and it was thing. 95% would be upset. So if there's nothing wrong with it, why aren't you telling your significant exactly. other? Exactly. I'm 100% on board with you on that processing but i'm like but maybe it's just human nature and it's like everyone has a line and 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 maybe crossing the line but also why aren't you invited to dinner if if you're friends with my husband and you guys are close friends i should be your friend too and maybe if i don't like you i'll say go ahead and go but in general, yeah, I think most of the wives know I'm buddies with their husband and they could if, come if or it's not solely like, business. Then most of the time, isn't there another person there? Yeah. If I've it, had business no. where there's just like a slight undertone of like flirty, flirt, flirt, but it's not anything bad. But and I actually think going to dinner with Edwin, Amy, <laughs> <laughs> I've been flirting with him backstage. No, but I actually think healthy flirting is OK. I agree so, with you. But, but if, if when it's if it's a friend that you see more than like I think I think healthy flirting is fine if it's like the girl at Starbucks that you maybe see you know once a week it's that you will never see outside of her being behind the counter. But once it shifts over to a DM or a text or dinner or, <laughs> dinner or I've learned that like the way that men are cheating now is through like Snapchat because they don't have any social media, so then their wife never su- suspects Snapchat, and that's where they're going and sending all their messages. Don't try, so all the players I know are not on social media because that is how you get caught. Period. You know what? You just dropped some truth bomb there, and I just want <laughs> I know to know it. A message out to all you women. They're my friends. These guys, they're horrible. So once it was kind of blatant in your face, and it was multiple—I don't know how many people—but it was a plenty. lot, of, plen- <laughs> plenty of people. Were you then just done, or you still wanted to work on it? And this um, is a judgment-free zone. Oh, no. I mean, I, well, I'll tell you the truth. I was still madly in love with my husband. He was the love of my life. And to this point, he still has been. So I, but I couldn't be with him. Was he still telling you, I love you, I want to be with you? Yes. And to the point where he was saying that to me, but also still behind my back while we were in counseling, seeing Leanne. <sighs> so, and when I found out uh, this girl at S Weekly that I became friends with called me and she's like, I have something to tell you. Um, there's pictures of Eddie and Leanne this weekend. I'm like, that's impossible. I was with him all weekend except for this one window of two hours. And that's when I was like, you know what? It, I, I'm out. Like, no matter what, I, can't I, live I like have this. two kids and I'm, you know, 36 years old and I, I have to figure this out for them. It's not fair. I'm like, I feel like Leanne in a way saved me probably a decade of heartache. What if I didn't find this out? publicly and then forever just, and then all of a sudden one day and there's like a hundred women and i'm an idiot and my life is somebody gone. else is pregnant and right it, like, like what what the hell and do you think just because this is happening a lot where people are saying oh well you know, it was an emotional affair i to me worse. an affair is an affair I, it does not matter to me if it's sex emotional emotional is leading to sex in my opinion i would prefer it just be a sexual affair hit it and quit it be yeah. one time in vegas never talk to her again Emotional affairs, I think that hurts me more than than I, I feel like I've been through this because, oh, when you find out, oh, I met her, the mother, I helped her move. I'm like, wait, 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 you're leading a double life. Like, what the heck? I would prefer it just to be some hooker somewhere. I never figured it out. You know, I just not that I want that, 
But if you have to pick one or the other, for me, I, I just, emotions are more, it's just my heart, you know? Yeah. And I mean, because there's now been, we've seen a lot in the press about Jim and Megan Edmonds. Oh, gross. I can't even with either one of them. I mean, the thing, here's the thing. I don't actually, it doesn't matter to me if he hooked up with the nanny or not. To me, if Edwin was going to events or doing things with my mommy's helper, Mm -mm. he would be (laughs) dead. Dead. Like dead. dead. And even when I read his thing where it said like, oh, um, I, I I support her. I'm helping her grow and mature into a woman. I'm like, no, that is a hard no. It's weird. It is so weird. And the fact that he's justifying that behavior, it, to me, the cheating, it doesn't matter. You're obviously living in your own world. But they're not. They're living, they're doing it all publicly and I'm sorry, but no one cares. I'm I, not to be rude, but this is a point where they like we have two narcissists. Very clearly, they like they're calling each other narcissists, but they have to play this out in the public in order to fill some sort of way them, to get it, more attention. Exactly, but it's like what victim, 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 victim. I, I don't understand it. And but also, I'm sorry if you're. He, he, after it was found out, he had deleted all these photos of this <laughs> nanny. I'm like, why are there photos of the nanny? On your Instagram anyway. Yeah. I, I, it's just, he's not a good, he's not a smart player. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> why are you on Instagram? You, like, well, yeah, don't, don't you know all cheaters are off Instagram? Exactly. Hello? All the smart ones. <laughs> the smart ones. Seriously. Do you think he caused damage with the sexting that then, which is why this is so much bigger and, and more in the public eye and destroying the relationship my gut is this is one of those situations that we were talking about that she kind of always knew because and didn't she meet him though, she met him she through... had, when he had a wife yes so there, he's kind of always had this where he ends with one and is right into the other yeah so i think you kind of probably have that in the back of your mind to start well, for, how do you not yeah how you think you've changed the person? Right. Uh, th- th- I'm going to be the one that he doesn't do that to. Yeah. And I think that's what happens is people can become addicted to that. I can change this person. I am going to be the one that, you know, this this boy who's never been able to grow up because of this happened or this happened. It's a happened. challenge. It's a challenge. And then, you know, I, I think so many lines were crossed that then you don't have any boundaries. And then you don't have any respect for each other. Well, once you cross that line, the next fight, it starts at that line that's already been crossed. It's like you don't get to go backwards. It already starts ugly at the next fight. So they, they, I don't see this to be, I don't think it can be repaired. I don't think so either. I mean, even the fact that he was like saying he was on a group text with the nannies and inviting them to do things, whatever it was, it's like. I feel for her because she's taking care of the child that has the health issues and has been traveling to do that. And she's really working hard to take care of that child. And it seems like in her absence, I think this was happening, which is not fair. Well, I think that for sure, it's never fair. But I think that regardless of her having to travel, I believe this is something this man would continue doing. I agree. Unfortunately, like, you know, you choose to have, you know, children with someone and, you know, that, you know, is a known cheater. And then you cry about it after. And yes, she's working hard. I feel bad for her situation and the fact that she has three small kids. But the fact that you're acting like you're shocked about this I, and, and then sharing it like so intimately, but in an, a public forum, 
it's just, I don't understand how that's going to help them repair anything or, you know, help the kids. I, I mean, I have empathy for her situation for sure. Yeah. I also think this is the best thing for her that it's over. I agree. Because I do not think at once that level is of trust, it's what you were talking about earlier. Once you have zero trust and once you have zero respect for your partner, I don't believe you can heal from it. No. I actually will defend her being open about it because I think once you guys, like you ladies know, you've been on television on The Housewives, people are going to talk about it and care. So I actually admire Megan for being so open about it. I, I see it from a different angle. I like how transparent she is, I, I even if it's her perspective. I get right. that. We're only hearing her perspective. But I think it helps people. I, I think her blog, I read her blog and it was very touching and warm. I That completely made sense to me. The selfie right when it happened saying so raw, that to me is kind of a, that's where I don't think I would cross that line. Like, for example, I've been very open about my IVF struggles and miscarriages and those types of things. But in the moment, in the hospital room, right after I had a miscarriage, I wasn't posting a selfie. Right. You know, like. Well, I mean, I guess I'm hypocritical in saying that because when I was going through my divorce, I was like, F you and everything that was happening. We didn't have Instagram back then. We had like a little bit of Twitter and I was constantly in Twitter wars with everyone. But right at the, from the beginning you were? Um, well, because they were public, you know, I was not, I was just a wife and mother. I was, I've never wanted to act. I never wanted to be on TV. I wasn't in the public eye. I was his wife. But people were coming to me when they were doing all of these things publicly and they were on outings. And I was like, he can suck it. Like, they can suck. I was just right. very outspoken. So I guess, like, I I understand your need to want to scream back. But this was not made public. We didn't know that this was happening until she put it out there. And I feel like, yes, on in certain occasions, it can help people. But I don't think that this is helpful for her. If she wants to recover from this situation with her husband, I don't think making it public is going to help that. I think making it public means we're done. It's over. It's yeah. done. And 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 I get that. And this is that was her line in the sand. I mean, from an accountability, I get, <laughs> I get that. Like that, maybe her she putting that it. photo up there. That is me saying I'm not going back. Right. She needed. Maybe she, she needed, needed that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she needed to say like because it's hard. You. I mean, think about it. You probably still and you know you said he still. You still think about him in that way. Well, I mean, I think if it wasn't in the public eye and no one knew, I might have not been as strong as I, as, as I was to know like. I'm embarrassed. Everyone knows I need to leave. It could have taken me a lot longer to be like, oh my God, he's still the love of my life. I love him, but I hate him. And you know, it, like maybe, I can work through this. I can change yeah, him. Maybe it helped force me through that door. Yeah. Ugh, on that, let's take a little break. Okay. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges. And that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. 
All right, so I need to get back to some of these listener questions. So I figured we could just ping pong them, go through. Let's and do it. all right, so the first one: What is the main reason why women cheat? Uh, uh, or D? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're not getting what they getting need from exactly. home, and they're probably unhappy, and they're scared to talk to their husband about it, it. I think it's the same reason anyone cheats. I would agree. Yeah, um, I think with women, it's an emotional disconnect. For sure. Where men just want to stick their pee in? I think, I don't know, but I think with women, the women I find that are unhappy in their marriages are completely disconnected emotionally. And they want a way out? Or they then work on the relationships? That's what's hard. Are know. they trying to get their husband's attention? No. <laughs> Definitely. They don't, want, they don't want his attention in that moment. They want somebody else's attention. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm, I, all women are different. I feel like women cheat for the same reasons men cheat. We're unfulfilled in some way, sexually or emotionally. Agreed. Okay. The next one is, how do you stop being mad at yourself for not figuring it out sooner? You can't. You Honestly, you can't. And and you just have to forgive yourself and you have to... You know, you have to move on. I mean, the longer you, the longer we wait and the more we cry, the older we get and the more wrinkles we get. So just move on already. Well, that leads us to the next question is how do you get over the betrayal and move on? And then the woman says, or man, I don't know. I just can't stop replaying it over and over and over. Um, I don't think it ever fully goes away. I think it's a part of your story. It's part of who you are now. And it will always be a part of your story. But you can you can forgive. You'll never forget. It's always going to, I mean, you're going to look at your kids or look at something. It's always, you're going to be reminded, but the best thing that you can do is just stay busy and, you know, put yourself into other things, take a class, you'll meet someone, you'll have new memories, but I don't think it ever really a hundred percent goes away. Yeah, I agree with that. And then which leads us to is our narcissistic personalities, a common trait and a cheater. And we just recently did a podcast on narcissism. And I would say for sure, yes, because you don't have any empathy. 100%. And I think you also can add sociopaths. <laughs> no, because there are a lot of people that can be different people. Like just, it's not saying that this is my situation, but I have friends that like people are leaving, leading like different lives and it's and not, not feeling bad about it. And I have mm-hmm. a girlfriend where she has a whole situation where the husband has a whole family somewhere yeah. else and no remorse and no, and blames her. <laughs> exactly. And they all, do, they all do that. And it's like, well, you know what you did? Blah, 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 blah. And she's right. like, you never mentioned blah, 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 and blah before I found out about your other life. That's what narcissists do. They turn it around and make it your, like it was your fault that I yep. cheated. I mean, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. obviously it's my fault. Um, and then how do, how does the other woman justify being with a married man? I, I mean, I don't, I feel like it's not, you can never justify it, but that said, you can't help who you fall in love with. It's not how, it's how you act after that happens. It's, it's like, the, are you going to keep doing it or no, are you going to, well, no, if you're going to be together, you're going to be together. But if you're going to then punish the ex-wife or pun, it's how you take it after the relationship is formed. And let's say, you know, Eddie and Leonard together, then let's say, you know what? Be remorseful. Say, I'm sorry. Don't say, I can't wait to give your kid, make your kids lunch. Right. (laughs) And I, yeah. (laughs) A big thing that somebody was asking is, uh, other women seem to always get away with murder. They destroy a family and move on. How do people live with this? Do you let karma take care of it or do you blast it all over the place? Uh, A person once said, to acknowledge the other woman only gives her power. And then the, the person says, but I feel like she deserves retribution. I don't, I I always say it takes two to tango. It's, you have to look at, it's not just her. 
it, if he, it's not like she took his pants down. Did, well, maybe she did, but I mean, <laughs> either way, he was part of the problem and, and he's in a marriage too, or who, like it takes two to tango at all times. And I feel like the other woman tends to get blamed 100% for it, but it, it, you really have to look because you're in love with the person that you're with and you don't want to blame him. You're like, oh, she's a husband stealer. No, he went. I would, I would definitely blame the husband first, my husband first. Yeah. And then I would also go to, there's probably something with this woman where she is getting off on knowing that she can get your husband. Oh, of course. There's I mean, gotta be that. There's like, it depends on the person because I know people that have, have cheated and, and survived and been okay that are just so remorseful. And so like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to step aside and let this happen. And those are good, proper people. And then there's other people that I find with like child stars and some certain situations, narcissists and all of that, they have this like vendetta kind of like, oh yeah, I got your man. I, I just, I, it's a, it's a child like mentality. I think if they know the wife, which we read the statistics that most of the time it happens with somebody that knows you as a couple. Yeah. No, knows the person. The statistic is actually they know Let's say it's a man. Yeah. They know the man. It's not a stranger, but they may not know the couple. It could be somebody at work or right. a friend, but I don't have the stats if they know the woman. Oh, okay. It's more that they have a friendship or relationship with the man. They're not like but they the know random lady at the grocery but store. But they know he's married. But it's our, not yeah. It's not like they found him randomly on a dating site. I, we're making that up because that wasn't in the stats. But, <laughs> but if you listen to Ryan's Roses... <laughs> A lot of times, I will tell you, it is like the sister, like the girl I knows know. the girl too. It is somebody I, that the woman knows as well. I mean, I did get revved up the other day on Ryan's Roses. There was one <laughs> about a guy who had told his wife he had an awakening, oh. and that's why he needed to have a mattress on the floor. They're talking in his about office. Ryan Seacrest, yes. Ryan's Roses, just for people that are like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you've got to listen. You're gonna get hooked. The kids and, and like, I, like every day on the way to school, like for ten years now, we're like, oh my oh. god, he's cheating for sure. We know oh, it. We know he's lying. <laughs> oh no, he knows what Ryan's Roses <laughs> is. <laughs> Brandy, this is like an uncomfortable question, but you led me to it. Because it was so public, did you have to sit down with the kids and explain? Because they're teens now? Well, teens are Yes, they are teens. Um, With Mason, he was six. So he remembers everything. And he's, you know, they know now. I never, I really never, it is public. They know, but I never sat and told them. It's just kind of, I don't, it's just, I, I would never, I don't want to ever put them off on their father because he's their father and vice versa. So they know everything now. And Jake's like, if you were my wife, my youngest one, I would have <laughs> never broken up with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and so they're aware and they, they definitely like, they give me extra love and I love it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's everything's on the internet and my eldest, he checks all my, my Instagrams. He's like, <laughs> I know when you're doing it, when someone else is doing yeah. it for you, I'm like. Yeah. You're like, yep. I mean, so on that note, uh, do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? I hope not. I think that people can screw up and that, you know, I, I think as men get older and they don't have the sex drive that they the have, energy, they get lazy. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not trying to take a Cialis. I mean, I feel like as they get older, like and their sex drive goes down, um, maybe they maybe they can chill. 
I think if they're willing to work on it and fully own up to it, then they can change. But I think what oftentimes happens is they brush it under the rug because they don't want anyone to know about it. And then if they brush it under the rug and nobody finds out and nobody's really harmed in it, then they're going to do it again because yeah. they're like, they well, got away with it. It was even easy. If, even if their wife found out and they had to work on it a little bit, if they didn't really have to go through some hardships, right. they're not going to change. And if it's a consistent pattern that it's always... A, it's habitual. It's a, like, you're like, oh. Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah. Um, all right, there are many married couples who cheat and work it out. I find, the person says, I find that bizarre. How and why do they work it out? And my opinion is they're open and vulnerable and they talk about it. I think if you hide within yourself, it, yeah. it's impo- It's going to eat you up. I, I think that it can be worked out. It just depends on the, it depends on the couple. Everyone's different. It just really does. And, and if you have kids or not, and you, it, it really just depends on how much one person can take. Like I, I felt like I could handle maybe the one, don't cheat on me if we're a boyfriend, girlfriend down the road, <laughs> but I could have handled after 13 years, there being one mistake. Like, you know what? You slipped up, but then to find out it was habitual i was like you know what it's gonna keep happening so i have to go yeah it's it's exhausting to yeah. then try to catch them up every single time um this one I, it's pretty obvious the answer to me why do men find strippers so fascinating <laughs> i find strippers well, fascinating you know. i love them <laughs> i think they have fun and it's probably outside the norm yeah. of what they're getting at home they have glitter on they smell good um <laughs> as somebody writes what about my husband texting other younger girls uh then go- no, yeah, no not good no your husband shouldn't be texting any girls the word girls shouldn't be in the vocabulary for one and two uh, no no no, no. Just um just, make it stop oh how has being cheated on affected your dating life now oh it's it's really hard because um every guy that is my age is dating a 20 year old so I can either date guys that are like 30 that ask me out and then I'll be 50 and they'll be 32 and I'll be like well great this sucks or the guy's 85 and I can't do I can't do old well that and I say that word <laughs> I think you could say that Ooh, on okay. this podcast. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but they'll beep it out if need be. Yeah. Um yeah. So it's, it's hard. but do you have when you have been in a relationship, do you have tr- different kind of trust issues than you maybe did before? Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't think that they ever really go away. I think that when you're cheated on, you I it's hard because you we all have insecurities as it is and then they're just heightened and then you start to feel you you kind of think everything back to that relationship where someone cheated on you and you're like, okay, so he's doing this. That's what he did. Is this happening again? And I, I will never be the same person that I was as far as confidence goes in a relationship and not having insecurities in a relationship. I was very confident with Eddie, you know, for a long time. And then I started to get these, you know, gut feelings like something's wrong. And when you are in a new relationship with somebody else, are you vulnerable and kind of open up about like, you know, I have new insecurities or I can be a little bit crazy because of what happened in my past or you just wait and let no. surprise. I do not show them. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in my situation, everyone knows I'm crazy. <laughs> I have a very distinct situation because if they can Google me or they see old episodes of Housewives, they know I'm a little bat, bat, crazy, the S yeah. word crazy. Yeah. Well, in a wonderful way. (laughs) Um, Okay, another question. Is talking to someone online still considered cheating? Yes. 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 If you're asking the question, you are cheating. For those 8% of male followers that follow me on Instagram. (laughs) The straight ones. We have a a lot of gay men. We didn't come to a definitive answer on flirting. I stay strong on 
Flirting is okay. Flirting it's with human yes. nature. It's I think flirting, like innocent flirting, is okay. We all need to know that we're desirable. But on text, I think no. never no, okay. On, they shouldn't have your phone number. Hey, babe, or or like you looked pretty today. Anything that is a no, no, no. There's alternate. But somebody coming into the office and being like, "Woo, you, you got a hot great, day tonight." Right? I'm fine with that. Or someone makes a noise and you walk by, like, "Ooh," girl. I'm like. You're gross. I'm like, yes, I got it. I still got it. <laughs> those, that's kind of okay for me. But if it it turns over to becoming a text message, becoming an email thing where you're flirting, no, and it's written. No, so one should have your phone number I'm or email. I'm allowed to say to you via text, Teddy. I saw your cute belly, but Easton isn't. Easton's our engineer. He's right here. He's um, a man. Cute belly, I don't think is like it's flirting. <laughs> yeah, that's all I think of. <laughs> um, if he was like, hey, Brandy, I saw your hot ass, then mm. I don't think that his girlfriend or his wife, wife. Or wife as your wife would be thrilled by the way it's just a wife don't worry if you're listening easton's wife oh yeah no, no. He, he didn't say that he to didn't me. say it not but yet i don't think that's okay no i don't either i feel like there's some innocent flirtations but when it's somebody that you see all the time like you're in here all the time you see him then it can kind of be construed as like maybe the the start of a relationship. Like I have a girlfriend that whenever she sees my husband kind of will be like, look at you, Stan Muffin. And it's like so over the top, but I'm still like, you're lucky I like you because right. this is kind of f***ing obnoxious. Yeah. Now I, I like, brother zone all my friend's husbands. Like you're my brother. Like, and like they're gross. And like, I don't even look at them in that way. Like when they're like older, let's say like certain people like Ken or something like, Oh, like jokes, like joking yeah. around. It's fine because obviously I have zero interest in that person. Plus, plus I think things also start to get crossed. Like, let's say you were good friends with Edwin and then Edwin and I were having an issue and he started texting you advice about me. That is, I mean, red flags all around because then all of a sudden you're forming a relationship with somebody outside of me. Absolutely not. And that is going to create something else. I'm telling you. Okay. So I'm just going to throw this out to you guys. Yeah. So there was fires here. Yeah. So yeah. I will preface it with there was fires and people were evacuated. So an ex-boyfriend of mine had to come sleep over at my house. He has a girlfriend. Is that like a hard no for you guys? Or are you guys did, like... Did, did he, he tell, tell his girlfriend? girlfriend? I don't know. But well, Did you ask him? <laughs> no, I don't care. I didn't... I'm, I'm just like, nothing happened. So it's like... There's well, nothing to worry wait, about. Well, were, yeah. But for you, you don't care. But if I was the girlfriend and I found out that my boyfriend was staying at your house and he didn't tell Help me, me. Yeah. that's what I would be pissed about. It's You don't want to be left in the dark and find something out after the fact. And the other thing I will say about texting, I, like my best girlfriend of 25 years, she lives in San Diego, her husband's one of my best friends too. I don't text him ever unless we're planning a birthday party for her. Like there's no reason for him and I to be texting. No, a group text is fine. Like if you're all on it exactly. together and you want to comment no, back and forth, there should no- be no... One on so one. I have a weird thing on that that I'd love your thoughts on. So I went to college with a guy, and yes. we are friends from college. Right. He has a wife. Right. I'm friends with her, right. but he's really my friend, and I text with him all the time. Are you guys weirded out by that? Have she, you met the knows. wife, and yeah, she's course. in on it? Oh, I totally. I mean, she knows we text all the time. Then I think it's, yeah, it, that's fine. It's a, that's why I'm saying younger relationships that start and, you know, like I have two friends that I grew up from high school that are still my friends. They text when they're in town. Hey, you want to grab dinner? That being said, I'm not going to grab dinner with them without my husband. I'm personally uncomfortable with, with it. Wouldn't I wouldn't do that, but I think it's okay for other people in their relationships. I'm not comfortable because of what has happened to me in my past. And also like, 
I just, I would never want there to be any question. And I have friends that have husbands that are douchebags. And it's like, I just, it, it's, it's it's murky waters, it is which very. kind of leads me to the next topic, which a lot of people are asking about. So I've been very vocal about the fact that like, I, my husband, he is on, like, I have his like on find my friends. He has my passwords to my phone. I have passwords to his phone. We are an open book. That being said, I'm not often checking it. Right. But we have that option. And people are like, that's crazy. That's an invasion of privacy. But then today I did a poll and it's actually 50-50. In my opinion, I have nothing that I ever need to worry about that's on my phone. If your spouse or significant other has a real issue with passing that over, there's an issue. Right. What do you think? People are like, Teddy, you're just stalker. Like, and I'm like, no, I just, this is who I am. I think it's an individual thing because I have like everyone, all of my friends have my passwords to everything. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to post something, go ahead. Like, can I put this up? I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Go ahead. And even my guy friends, I've not asked for, I haven't, well, I haven't had like a, a full on boyfriend, boyfriend in a long time. So I haven't been comfortable enough to ask anyone. And we didn't really have social media back when Eddie and I were together. So, I mean, thank God. And like for me, and I know people are going to be like, you're just saying that. But like for me, find my friends is very helpful because my husband is chronically late. Like he'll be like, hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And then I'll like text his assistant. And she'll be like, he just left the office. That's also what you do for a living. You yeah. have to, you're accountable and not only for you, for your husband, for your kids, like you have to be accountable for your whole family. But then now I have the app and I can just see, oh, great. He's left the office 14 minutes ago. He'll be home in 20 minutes. Like, yes, I get it. I see both sides. But I also think if you are so against somebody having any access that, yeah, to your life. It's like, that why? is a red flag. Thou shall protest too much or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Like I have friends who their husbands are texting like this. Like they have their phone covered. <laughs> like they bear like they have the blackout screen. I'm like, yeah. Really? Now I want to look at your husband's phone. Right? And like I have I don't even have your skin in this game. But I have one girlfriend that <laughs> has like the location shared for her husband. He's like she constantly checks the location. I do this to my children. I feel like that's a little bit well, because they've had infidelity issues in the past. Right. So I understand why she would want to know, but I would not personally want to live that way. I no. would want to have to keep somebody, keep track of somebody other than my children and wonder like, where is he? Why is it not moved? And I know he's in a different place. What is he doing? What app does he have? Like, Yeah, I, I think like- that's, a, that's a different, le- if you're doing it as a means to make sure that your relationship is on track, then it be- yeah. after there's been a... A problem. A problem. I think then it can become almost an addiction. It is. It is. I mean, it's it's horrible. I And I feel for her. And she probably should have been out of the marriage a long time ago. And we talked about this, her and I. So, hi. <laughs> so, sorry. But, yeah. I you mean, I, you are. I think it really depends on, like, setting the boundaries from the beginning. Like, I, from the beginning, said, like, I'm the type of person where, like, if I want to see your phone, I want you to. I'm not the most trusting person in life. Right. No, of course. Like, I've, you know, the way I was, you know, everything. Right. Like, I, that's just who I am. I meet a new friend. I'm not immediately, like, sharing all my deepest, darkest secrets with them. No. I am, yeah. like, it takes me a while. So, I mean, I I am not the most trusting person, but I also don't, wouldn't want to live my life in a panic constantly. See, I trust with friends. Like, I trust all, like, everyone to me. I'm like, I love them. They're so great. And then I get burned. But with guys, like, romantically, I'm the opposite. It's very weird. I, I don't know why that is, but I think I would rather trust my these people in my life and get burned than like always be on high alert. I, it, believe me, sometimes it sucks always being yeah. on high alert. Like I meet somebody immediately, I'm like, what are they going to do to me? Yeah, I have a chihuahua. He has like a <laughs> thunder coat on at all times. I'm like, that dog is on high alert all the time. <laughs> I'm your dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? He's always like, 
What's going to happen? What? Like, Calm it down. But also, I have this weird thing, and I know we have to break, but I have this weird thing where when I meet somebody, I can feel like some kind of energy. Me too. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'll know if somebody's about to get a divorce, if somebody's pregnant, and people think I'm crazy, but I'll tell one person, I'll be like, hey, just so you know, I can feel this, and then it'll happen. I'm like, why? This is why <laughs> I have to be the way I am, because I, I can it. truly feel when it's happening. But, okay, yeah, um, I digress. I guess we'll take another break. <laughs> You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. 
At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking lights out sleep gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. So we're about to get Katie from Westside Nannies on, who we're speaking to because of, you know, what's recently been going on in, with Jim and Megan Edmonds. But truthfully, what's been going on for a long time? I mean, I just did a Google search of celebrity men who were allegedly with nannies or somebody that works in Jude the house. Law, ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ethan Hawke, Robin Williams, right. John Gosson, Gavin Rosdell, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, it, there is so many that it almost feels like an epidemic. Yeah. So I feel like, comfort. yeah, I, I feel like, um, let's get her on and start grilling her. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> she doesn't know what's coming. Right. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Of course. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. So out of curiosity, I know I can't ask, you know, some of the deeper questions, but in your experience, when it comes to placing nannies inside of homes, do you have to do you have a conversation with the wife or the husband like what would you like the nanny to look like? <laughs> well, we have had some requests regarding that um in the past, but our conversation with parents is really like look, it doesn't matter what the nanny looks like. It matters how great she is with the kids. So we've had parents request pretty nannies. We've also had them request ugly nannies for moms that are worried about that. Um, But the conversation we always go to is, look, you can't discriminate based upon what someone looks like. It's a protected characteristic. And the reality is it shouldn't matter. Um, You have to look for the nanny that's great for your kids, that loves children, that's passionate about her job. That's really what matters. But the statistics are that <laughs> it does matter because if you have a pretty nanny in the house, like if we just read down a, a bunch of like celebrity males that have cheated with their nannies that were attractive. So I think it does matter. I mean, that being said, I think it does matter, too. But also there has been men that have cheated with their nannies when they're not attractive nannies. So if you want to cheat, you right. kind of want to cheat regardless. Right. A hole's a hole. Cheaters are going to cheat. But I will say <laughs> that... I don't really think it's about what the nanny looks like. I think there are other issues going on there. What we talk to families about really is boundaries because, you know, we're in the Me Too movement. These are sexual harassment claims. Parents need to be careful. Um, You know, if you have an employee in your house, you need to be appropriate and remember that it's a workplace. So what does that look like? Um, That means that dad can't be going around neuter in his underwear and neither can mom for that, you know, for the reason. You have to remember that your home is a workplace and, So you have to do things that you might not do in your home. You have to remember that 
you have an employee. She's going to work there. She can't be seeing those kind of things. Um, and speaking of, you shouldn't be having conversations about inappropriate things either. So I think that what happens sometimes is boundaries really get crossed, sometimes from both sides. And parents get too familiar with their nanny because it's their home. And it feels different than maybe a secretary or someone working at your office because it's a very intimate relationship. But you really just have to remember to maintain those boundaries that it doesn't ever go further than that. I mean, do you even think there's a reason why a a dad should be going to any sort of event with the nanny if the children aren't there? No, I don't. I mean, I I, should be with the kids. (laughs) Like, I can't even imagine. Like, dad doesn't need a nanny. Yeah, dad doesn't. That's a really good point. Some guys might need a little help sometimes. I might need to get my husband a manny. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That being said, nannies do frequently go to events with families because they're in the public eye. If you're going to a function and you're bringing your three kids in tow, you're obviously going to need help, or it's not going to be an enjoyable event for you. So nannies frequently go to events and outing the country club, whatever, with their nanny. That's really common, but there's absolutely no calling for a nanny to go just with a parent alone to really anything, unless she's an assistant of some sort. Yeah, I mean, I've had my mommy's helper go with my husband and the kids. If, like, they're going to a roller skating party, and I'm like, my husband can't be with three kids at the roller skating party and not injure himself and them. But (laughs) you're aware of it. I'm aware of it. I am setting it all up. Right. If Edwin was like, hey, me and Dana are hitting up the roller skating rink with the kids later, I'd be like, oh, oh you're making plans with Dana? Hmm. Why, you, you went off the group chat? Yep. Like, we're on a group chat. The three, We have a shared calendar, all of the information. So I think any time, I don't know, but maybe I'm just crazy, but like, I don't want Edwin making all those plans. But where is it? So it's funny because where where is it? So the nanny has to be able to get a hold of both of you. And so you have to be able to get a hold of both of her. Do you then always have to put the other person, the husband or wife, on the text? It's it's a weird fine line because... Well, and a lot of women pal around with their nannies. And so it is a little bit of a double standard because I know women that go shopping with the nanny while the kids are at school. Yeah, but that's, I mean, uh, I mean they're buddies. <laughs> Again, I mean, I think it's fine to text the nanny, husband or wife on your own when it's about the kids. I think just setting up those appropriate boundaries is so important. And I really think just really keeping that front of mind that you have to be appropriate. So, for example, you know, if you're someone that gets too familiar or can come off flirty after a couple glasses of wine, then don't drink when your nanny's there. Like you just have to be more mindful. Yes, absolutely. Because it's someone's workplace. So if that's your issue, if you get too flirty or familiar after you drink a couple, then you shouldn't be drinking around your nanny. Like, you know, the boundaries have to stay intact. And also, even you mentioned that some moms are close to their nannies. That's so true. Sometimes, a lot of times, we hire someone we want to spend time with. um, But at the same time, you have to maintain that boundary. Moms shouldn't be talking to the nanny about anything inappropriate, fights with their husband, sex life. Her, her dates, you know, it, that's totally inappropriate. And also don't ask your nanny to share that information with you. Just really keep that line. If you wouldn't do it at the office, at your workplace, then it shouldn't be talked about. Keep that employee, like the employer-employee line. I know. I have learned with through experience, the closer that you get with people that work with you, the harder it is. To, to tell them what to do. Yeah, to tell them <laughs> what to do. And then also maintain proper boundaries when you need them. Yeah, I'm in the same mm-hmm. boat. Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know. And, because- and I expect her to maintain them with you. Yep. So a lot of times they'll see what you do and then they'll 
think, oh, well, that's okay. She's talking to me about that. Well, then I can talk to her about the party you went to on Friday night. And the reality is you don't, you just don't want to go there. You want to keep it about the kids. That's important. That's what her job is and maintain that professionalism. So yes, you could say, oh, you know, I saw you were late today. I really do need you to be here on time. That conversation is a lot more awkward if you cross boundaries so many times. And we're talking a lot about women nannies, but what about men nannies? Do you find this becoming a problem with the moms or is this solely an issue with dads and nannies? I wouldn't say that we're seeing it an issue either way with, with men either. I think these are stories that are in the media, but it's definitely not, um, you know, something that's going on frequently and it's never something, fortunately, that we've experienced. Uh, we have experienced some parents being too flirty and saying some inappropriate things, and sometimes their nannies have left as a result of it. And that's really sad because then it puts the children in a place where they've just lost one of their caregivers, and the parent is in a place where they no longer have care and they have to scramble and, and kind of make plans. So I just think staying appropriate is so important. Even offhand comments that aren't meant to be anything, I wouldn't want them taken the wrong way. So you do have to really be careful, but I don't see it as a trend in the industry. But Most do you, nannies, you, know, but do you think these nannies are, you think the nannies would tell you? We do. We have nannies that call us and let us know. Look, look, dad got two thirty last night. It was inappropriate. No, no. Some I mean, if they're actually having leave. an affair. Yeah. Not if it's being inappropriate, like somebody speaking to them, but if they're actually in the affair, I don't think they're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to call my agency and let them know what I'm doing. And then also <laughs> if they do like with Jim Edmonds, like he's obviously being inappropriate with the nanny. What does that do to you? How does that fall back on you as the agency that put the nanny in the situation, is that any reflection on you? Do you get sued? <laughs> no, fortunately, it's no reflection on us, but it is definitely a reflection of their poor choices. And that could really affect a nanny's career. I don't think she would want to be, you know, another family would probably want to employ her after she's made a decision like that that was so inappropriate and really and just you know, not respectful of the boundaries of her position. But also on the family side, if work gets out like that, they're probably going to have trouble finding someone that wants to work for them or an agency that will place them in that position because it is a dangerous position to be in if an employee has to be worried about you sexually harassing them. So it really can affect a family and it can affect a nanny's career too. And do you think that, I mean, I hate to ask this, but do you think the kids know? Well, I can't imagine what that would be like if they did. And that would be really, truly horrific on so many levels. And when I hear these stories come out, it's just so sad to me, both for the parents and the kids and everyone involved. And people just need to learn that they have to make the right choices, even if maybe they feel differently in the moment. Because if the people are in the public eye, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Megan, and the, like the kids will know someday. One day they're going to Google yeah. they'll be like, it. oh, that girl used to make me lunches. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't think it's about the nanny. I think it's about, you know... If you are in the public eye, seeing your parent or even a magazine saying that they're having an affair, it's so hurtful and damaging. I mean, even if you're not in the public eye, I think that my kids are more aware of a personality or what things that people say than any, like my kids are very intuitive or they're like, you know, they'll be like, so-and-so came over and she seems sad. Is your friend okay? So many things. They pick up on so many things, even our just attitudes. If we're stressed out, our kids pick up on that. So, uh, so if there's yeah, sexual tension you in really your house, yeah. they—they're gonna feel it. Ugh. Well, Yuck. absolutely. That's a crazy thing to think about. But thank you so much for talking to us.
And, and I promise if I if I end up hiring you and I need <laughs> the new one, we'll we'll be good in my house. We'll keep it kosher. Just find someone very, very, very unattractive. Unattractive. Ninety five years old. <laughs> unattractive but nice to be around yes. for the woman. Good personality. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Jenny. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. 
Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking lights out sleep gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOT, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. Okay, so now we are back with Maya Malamed, and she runs the Make Love Revolution blog. By finding a way to deeply connect with the significant other through sex, Maya gives awareness on how to revolutionize your sex lives. Well, give it to us. <laughs> right now, I think you're good. I, you know, well, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, can you kind of explain to us the uh, polyamory versus monogamy? How do you know which is right for you? Um, yeah, of course. So there's quite a few things that you need to consider when you are looking into the aspect of polyamorous or non-monogamous. Um, because as you said, it's not going to suit everyone. The most important thing is to bring awareness to it. So obviously both partners need to consider it and see if that's, if it suits them individually. And then also what, what it's going to do to the relationship as a whole. So some things that people need to look at is firstly, and I think this is the thing that most people are concerned with, is jealousy. So you need to look at your own patterns of what makes, what triggers your jealousy, you know, thinking of your partner being with someone else. How are you going to react to that? I mean, some people are actually excited by it. Some people, it's a very big turn on for them, but other people don't mind and other people actually do get jealous. It's quite common. So if you are the type that you know that uh, you might get jealous, it's something that you need to work on way before you even consider uh, before you consider mo- non-monogamy. Okay. I mean, sure. h- how common is, common is it for somebody just to not have any jealousy? And doesn't that mean you just don't like the person? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Uh, actually, some people are turned on by knowing that their partner is seeing someone else. It's it's quite common. It's not the norm, but it happens a lot. Behind their back or? Yeah. No, no, not well, it depends on the person. But, uh, yeah, some people think it's a big turn on knowing that their partner is seeing other people, yeah. Well, that's crazy. So it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. Well, look, I think um, what I wrote in the article, which is my next point, is that um, our society is quite, quite sure that monogamy is the way to go. But that is relatively a new thing. We haven't experienced it for, you know, tons and tons of generations. Actually, biologically speaking, not many mammals mammals are monogamous at all. And from a historical point of view, if you look at prehistorical societies and through evidence of, you know, um, 
indigenous tribes all over the world, monogamy the way we practice it today doesn't actually happen very often, to say maybe not even at all. So different types of relationships would be having a main partner for being the companionship and to help you raise your children, but not excuse me, not necessarily to have sexual relationship with and definitely not for 50 odd years, you know. So people never used to live that long and even living shorter lifespans, they would, after a while, break up. It was very normal to break up and move on to a different relationship or not to be, not to remain fidelity the fidelity when the partner goes away for different trips, which are very common in tribal settings. But when you said mammals, uh, the, the thing I have a hard time with, like, do mammals get STDs? And like, <laughs> they do. It's- okay, so this, this is where when we look at our, at our current society and see how we do fit in with this. So, you know, there's different ways of being cautious not to, not to contract any diseases, not necessarily by abstinence. Um, and also there's many ways of having a sexual relationship that you know, is not necessarily going into intercourse, but you can have sex in other ways. So if STDs are, are your main concern, there's way around it. What but about in pro- my mind, in my mind, the biggest issue is that most people think that going into a lifelong relationship with someone that's starting to have difficulties and then non-monogamy will save it. And I don't think that is true at all because what happens is, is we actually don't know how to do relationships. We're not very good at it, which is why our relationships start to crumble. It doesn't feel anymore and you know that well anymore and going to find other relationship is not necessarily going to solve it actually you're going to have a few relationships that you need to manage which will make it even harder so we should all just start making out with each other (laughs) excuse me sorry that, that is actually um under the premise that everyone is happy and willing to participate in non monogamy but even if you are protecting yourself, there is a way that, you know, people could get pregnant. There, there's always those things that can happen. So to go, even if you're using condoms or somebody is on birth control, you just can't control that. So you're willing just because you want to live a freer lifestyle to put your entire children or family's life in jeopardy over something you can't 100% protect. Yeah, it's, it doesn't just affect one person just because somebody doesn't want to be monogamous. It, it, you have to think about the collateral damage with that. And I'm not saying that monogamy is definitely doable because I don't know necessarily that it is. I mean, I feel like sometimes relationships might be, maybe they should be 10 years each. I don't know, but you know, like, like maybe have three 10 year relationships. And like, that's great. Cause you can all be monogamous for those three 10 year relationships. But I feel like when, if you're in a relationship and you have children and somebody wants to go outside of the relationship, let's say it's the man. What about the kids and everything that, that if something happens and let's say you get a guy pregnant and, or a guy, that would be interesting. <laughs> that, would, that would be hard. That would be really <laughs> tough. But you get somebody pregnant and like, it just isn't one person that you're affecting. There's, you know, friends and family and all of these things involved. So I feel like it would be amazing if we could figure out a way to put, you know, parameters on that say, all right, we're going to be monogamous for this amount of time and then we'll revisit it after a decade. I mean, especially from the woman's side, like even if she's saying I'm not going to be jealous, 
or she might get off on it, it's got to be affecting her confidence in some way or another. If her husband, who she has kids with, is telling her, I need this in order to stay with you. Yikes. Yeah. Well, this, this, what you said right now, it actually sounds like a demand. You know, it's not fair to do it. Well, what I'm talking is more, something that is more considerate, is more like an ongoing conversation. And you, you see as a, cup, as a couple if that suits you. And I know we think that women tend to not like it more than men, but it really is not necessarily so. And it's very culturally affected. So in some cultures, it's actually very common and women don't mind it as much. But um, if you're going and doing something behind the back, that is always hurtful, always hurtful. I think that though, do you feel like, I feel like, yes, fantasizing about maybe my significant other being with another woman is, it would be a turn on the fantasy part of it. But the actual, but in actuality, but would it be it with would, you? No, no. Or would I'm, you? You would fantasize about him being with somebody else without you there in in fantasy world. That would right. be like maybe that turns me on in the fantasy world, which it does kind of. <laughs> but, but in real life, if I saw that or that happened, I would murder him. So it's like, yeah, but but see, that is also a very valid point because people have lots of different sorts of fantasies, and some people are turned on by imagining them only and can't even you know, go yeah. there where other people really like to enact them. So, I mean, I think it depends on the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, correct. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it depends on the fantasy and depends on the person. So, you know, some people have a fantasy that is, that is really exciting them and they want to try it and some people don't want to. So what do you suggest as far as, you know, having this move forward? Like, what are you suggesting that we do in order to make this something that we well, like a, a just a well, big I giant think, orgy. <laughs> well, as a couple, you really do need to discuss it thoroughly. You need to think of different scenarios. There are other things to consider apart from what I mentioned. No, it's not just about jealousy. So it's also about do you let everyone in your in your social circles know about it? Because otherwise, you're keeping a secret from everyone which is very difficult, but then again, you know, opening up and telling everyone or coming out is also very difficult. So it's something you need to think about in advance. Um, And what I mentioned before is maintaining all the relationships is also quite difficult. You think to yourself it's going to be ideal, but at the end of the day, it might not turn out to be that ideal and you can't control in advance how a relationship that you develop with someone else, how will it end up? And as you mentioned, it's not just about STDs that can ruin your life, but also what happens if that other person becomes uh, mentally unstable, that could also ruin your life and all of the people around you. So there's a lot of things you need to consider before you decide that that actually suit you. And where do our listeners find out more about this before we wrap up? So I wrote a couple of articles they can find on my website. So it's www.makeloverevolution.com. Awesome. And yeah, if they want to contact me also through the contact me form and ask any questions. Perfect. Thank you so much for talking with us. Yeah, nice to nice. Thanks to for having me here. Think about things <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> Great. Both, Gave us something to think about. We're for sure. silent for a second. We're at, both at a loss of words. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. I wanted Thank to give you. you guys a couple statistics that oh, I God. researched oh, to see no. what your thoughts are. Okay. Because Americans always say the French, the French, you know, they're, yeah. they have open marriages. So 
that's not exactly accurate, but 87% of Americans say infidelity is unacceptable, but only 47% of French do, of the French. So I think that's interesting. They also, so this woman who has a podcast called Committed, Joe Piazza, did this, wrote a book about it. And the French believe that the women are more independent and they sort of meet a man to kind of go along with their journey. They're not looking for a man to be happy. And they also believe in both parties work hard to keep the marriages like spicy and um, exciting. So they sort of have a different um, mentality about it. And I wanted to see what you guys think. I do feel like women, a lot of the younger women here in in America, I have a lot of friends that are French, actually, <laughs> randomly. My ex-boyfriend's French. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like in their early 20s, they want to get, they see like they want to get married, have 2.5 kids and have the white picket fence. And ultimately in your 20s now, I don't even think you know who you are yet. I, I feel For like- sure not. I mean, I got married to my first husband when I was in my early 20s. Yeah. And it got to the point where he was my best friend, but we weren't in love with each other. And I was at that point, and I think he was too, where like, if we don't break up, right. we're probably going to cheat on each other. Right, because you, you we're not changed. Fulfilled. We're, we changed, and it wasn't that he wasn't a good guy or that we weren't happy we just weren't in love with one another and we weren't willing to work on it well i think because we have this old-fashioned idea of what marriage is that our parents tell us like you have to find someone when you're 20 and and unfortunately for us we do as women have biological clocks that at 35 it becomes a very scary to have a baby after not i mean you're obviously going to (laughs) you don't have a choice but i mean we have a window you know that we can actually procreate so it's difficult because that that age then does fit into what the old fashioned idea of getting married is in their twenties. But really, I like if to do it all over. I'm different now than I was twenty five when I was thirty five, and God forbid, I'm forty. I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> but I'm I'm completely different person. So I feel like because the like this thing that Americans this happily ever after thing that. It's an old-fashioned idea. It's an old-fashioned idea that you're pressured into from a young age, and then you end up making decisions that you probably regret. Right, and then the women are the ones that are like, oh, I'm supposed to get married and have a man take care of me, and like their their whole idea. And then all of a sudden they're not happy anymore because they're like, hold on, I wanted to be all these things. Ugh, I know we have to break, but all right, we'll come right back. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. Okay, so now we've got Hi, Do- oh. <laughs> Hi, we've got Dr. Gary Brown. He is a licensed marriage and family therapist with over 25 years experience. So we know we got the goods here. Yes. <sighs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine, Teddy. Good morning. Good morning. And we're with Brandy as well. So we're just going to spit fire Hi, some Brandy. questions at you if that's okay. Go for it. Are we going to go in order of the uh 
the questions I got? Or would you want to skip yeah. around? What would yeah. you like to do? I'll go in that order. Um, do pe- Okay. Do people in good relationships cheat? Um, the answer is yes. And, and this really goes against probably the most common myth about cheating. Uh, I, you know, it's a scary thought for a lot of people, but actually affairs can and do happen in relationships that you know, really are otherwise fulfilling. Okay. I see. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, damn, <laughs> I know. Sorry um, about that. I'm just a, me- I'm just a messenger. <laughs> Why do you gotta be all right? Okay. Um, <laughs> damn what, it. <laughs> what are the most common reasons it happens? Um, there's a variety of reasons. Um, sometimes just feeling bored, uh, feeling insecure. Uh, maybe you're feeling estranged from your partner emotionally and or physically, you know, so if there's a lack of real emotional and physical intimacy, I mean, that, that's a big reason, particularly for men. Um, for women, it, it, it's, it's very interesting. Um, emotional infidelity is often perceived as even more threatening for women than physical infidelity. Um, so, you know, I think that's part of it. And then, you know, I think for men, I mean, if you look at the genetics of it, not, not to make a moral judgment one way or the other, but, you know, some cheaters, men in particular like the feeling they like the chase. Um, you know, part of this is about procreation. It goes back hundreds of thousands of years, but at the end of the day, if you're going to have an affair, it's still a choice. So you can't really blame genetics. Right. And do you think that, sorry, I'm going off script. Is there uh, no, any, no, no. any kind That's of okay. red flag that somebody may be about to cheat? About to cheat or may actually be cheating? Yes. Um, you know, if you walk in, into the room and all of a sudden your husband uh, puts their phone face down or they, they begin to look nervous or, you know, maybe they're spending more time um at work later at work, uh, or they have too many, uh, unexpected, uh, business trips, uh, things like that. Like schedule yeah, change, I mean, like random that, schedule changes. Yeah. I mean, it does happen in business. It, it does happen, uh, for people, but you know, it, you know, if you, if you're getting that creepy crawly feeling in the back of your neck, you know, that's, that's the sign I tell people that listen to that. Even if it's not, because our intuition is normally it. right. Yes. Right. Typically it is, but also sometimes what we call intuition can also just be our fear. And maybe we're paranoid when we shouldn't be. And why do cheaters always say right after, um, why are you being paranoid? If you care, why, why are you tra- shouldn't you trust me? Um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question well. Oh, it, I've, I've noticed there's a pattern when, when somebody's cheating. The first thing they say when they're being accused of cheating is, you know, why are you asking if we were, if you were, if we were in a good place, we, you didn't, wouldn't need to ask. They kind of turn it around on the other person. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's just part of the whole uh, aspect of deception. It, it really is Teddy. And, and, you know, again, people l- listen to that little voice and say, look, you know, I'm just scared. I don't know if you're actually having an affair or not, but I need you to know I'm having these feelings and I need to talk about it. Uh, that's a good that makes sense. Do you think it happens a lot after, um, like, a, a couple has children? I feel like I, I've noticed, like, there's a, an emotional disconnect mm. in relationships after children are brought into the world. <laughs> that, that is a great question. And I will tell you something I've heard from so many men in particular is that there's a shift in a, in a marriage when you go from being just a couple to starting, starting your family because, you know, 
it was that all the attention got focused on on you and and your spouse, and now you're you have to shower your attention and priorities shift. And a lot of men feel neglected and abandoned uh, by their wives because they're putting so much attention. And it, and it's a very tough dance, both for the husband, but frankly, it's a really tough dance for for new moms. Yeah. Like yeah. How, how do I? You know, I just had a baby, dude. I am not into making love to you. It's not that I don't love you. It's just like. I need to recover from that. And I've got this baby to feed and clothe and, you know, diaper. And both, so, of, the, both you know, of you have needs that you're not fully probably saying that, you know, you want because you have the new baby and you don't want to be selfish. And so those things get neglected. Exactly. I just think it's important, I, again, to have the conversation, hey, even before you have the baby, even before you get pregnant as a couple, just to say, hey, listen, let's just assume as a baseline that being parents is going to have an impact on our marriage. And let's talk about that now before we have the baby. It's better for mom. It's better for dad. And frankly, it's better for the baby. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That a, <laughs> sounds like an adult moment, thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it happening? I know, right? Um, is it happening more than we think? One statistic said it's usually not a stranger. It's a close friend or co-worker. Do yeah. You, do you believe um, that? Yeah, and I think it's because of the emotional component. I, I think, you know, you spend a third of your uh, working life, if you're working, you know, with other colleagues and coworkers. And so it, it, it's only natural. I mean, obviously, it's disturbing and upsetting. But, you know, if you just look at the math of it, it just kind of makes sense that um, that's going that that's probably going to be the primary pool. Which kind of leads me to the next question, which is, are relationships with the nanny really happening as much as we think we are? We just spoke to somebody who places nannies, and she seemed to think it right. they aren't, even though I they read are. it all <laughs> over the media that they are. So being on yeah. the other side of it, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I don't know, Teddy, what the data is on that. I just don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people say, well, the nanny is a cliche affair. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's only a cliche if it hasn't happened to you. Um, if it's happened to you, it's not a cliche. Uh, you know, ask Gwen Stefani, Sienna Miller, Jennifer Garner. I mean, you know, um, but in terms of frequency, uh, I have no idea. And, you know, I actually did a little research on that. I actually could not find any data on the frequency of it. But there was some interesting uh, takes on uh, nanny affairs and why some men have affairs with the nannies. Uh, men are kind of biologically predisposed to wanting or to be attracted to uh, people who are going to take care of their children. Yeah. And I don't mean that so much in a, in a misogynistic way. It's just, it's just something embedded within us as, as providers and protectors. Um, and so we're naturally attracted to caregivers for the most part. So that would include not only one's wife, but also any other caregiver and to include a nanny. Her mom. Yeah. The, I've, I've, I've known some uh, men with some mommy issues. Yeah. As well. yeah. yeah. It makes sense though. Do you think? Um, yeah, it, it does. I'm not here to make a moral judgment one way or the other. I'm just, just kind of observing it as a social scientist and as a clinician. And why do you think that, you know, people love to blame the other woman versus the one doing the cheating? The other you know, person doing I've, the cheating. I've worked with scores of couples where infidelity has been the presenting problem. And I have to say, I, 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 to say that to blame the other woman 
the person to blame is the person who had the affair. Um, that, that's where I land with it. Nobody forced them to cheat. You know, in reality, your spouse made a choice. Blaming the other woman, I, I, I just don't know that that's helpful. Can you blame both uh, of them? And, and I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> Thank you. So in our final question, we often talk about men cheating, but we haven't really right. talked about women cheating. Do women cheat as much as men or are women just better at not getting caught? Like, what's the deal here? I think it's it's someone e all of the above, Teddy. I, I you know the research indicates that women do cheat, but but typically they don't cheat quite as much as men do. Um, it, and it could be that women are better at not getting caught. I, but I, I my own take on it and the experience I've had clinically over the years is that typically it's it's more the men. Um, I I don't think women tend to cheat as much. And in your professional, just to leave the listeners in like a positive, if you've been in a relationship where your spouse has cheated on you, can you heal and can your ma- your marriage grow from it? Or are you kind yeah. of destined you, to fail? You, no, I, I, I mean, look, every, every couple is unique. Um, but, but my experience uh, working with couples is that usually typically more than 50% of couples, uh, if there's been a single affair, uh, can recover if there's been multiple times that someone's had an affair and uh, did not uh, just kept on doing it and promised they wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, I would say the odds are very small that that you're going to be able to recover from that. I think a larger issue is going to be, you know, what are some of the things you can do to lessen the chances of your partner falling in love with someone else? Um, and I would uh, if you want me to go down that road, I can can happily go there. Oh, yeah. Perfect. We would love that. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm big in prevention. Uh, there's no guarantees, but I mean, definitely don't take your partner for granted. Don't assume just because everything appears to be okay that things really are. Sometimes they aren't. Uh, make it a point to definitely plan some time with your partner. I mean, a minimum of five to 10 minutes each day without electronic devices. You know, do typical things like, you know, plan to be together, you know, be intentional about it. Um, also become aware of what your partner brings to your relationship that you truly value. And then express gratitude to your partner. Uh, so many men have said they felt like their wives took them for granted, and that, that led them into the arms of other women. So big heads up. And again, for both partners, I would say, you know, if you don't know what your partner's love languages are, whether it's quality time together, words of affirmation, gifts, um, acts of service, uh, physical touch, whatever those things are that are important to each of you, you know, really be mindful of that. Uh, and in many instances, that, that can ward off or at least significantly reduce the chances that there's going to be an affair. I, I had I learned my husband, his was acts of service, and I was like, damn it, that's my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so now I had to like really start to make a conscious effort about it because I'm like, it's yeah. what he really likes. And mine, I never would have thought, was words of affirmation. Do you know yours, Brandy? Um, BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, in closing, learn your significant other's love language or Brandy's love language of blowjob. BJ. That was for active service. Oh gosh. Well, thanks you guys. You guys were a delight. Thank you so much for the interview. It was was really fun. Thanks. It's always awkward getting off the phone, right? I know that there's that like awkward like, pause. Oh, I was like, you're like bye, bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Well, now I have like a million more questions for him. So, you know, right. We may do a part two on this. So write in any questions you have. And Brandy, thank you so much for coming today. Like (laughs) for having me, (laughs) you helped us, you know, dig deep into this whole thing and now we're gonna harass you to come back another time i will be back i have so much more to say i know but there is a book about people's love languages and i forgot i read it a long time ago it's a really good book and i'll tell you what it is for i think it's a secret yeah the love yeah i think it's called the love languages i mean edwin and i did it but it is interesting so take the quiz write us in we want to know what yours are and if yours is active service any other suggestions other than bj's (laughs) all right thanks guys bye bye Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.